Welcome to the Grove Community Church Worship Podcast. We're a faith community seeking to change lives, change our community, and change the world. Here's this week's message. We hope you enjoy it. So this week it was Peter's birthday. The guy that was playing guitar and came and fixed this just a minute ago. And uh, and, and between he and William, uh, they have just been stellar back there on the board and working with, uh, with the computer. So we thank you guys so much. It was Peter's birthday, and Peter was years old this week, and we celebrated that. And, uh, and we went over to his house for, for pizza on Thursday night, and it was sort of a surprise slash not surprise party. Um, and so anyway, uh, I show up, and there are kids everywhere, like everywhere. I think the kids outnumbered the, uh, the, uh, the adults. And I really felt threatened for my life for a second there. If you haven't been around young kids in a while, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, whoa, kids everywhere. But it was awesome because as an older person, I can walk in and, you know, get them jacked up and leave. (laughs) Did you just punch your father for that? That's hilarious. (laughs) That's exactly what grandparents are supposed to do. You keep doing it. So just as an aside, this has nothing to do with the sermon, but it's hilarious. So we would give our nephew Skittles and Coke, and you could like do a countdown, 10, 9, 8. And if you got to one, he was like, it was amazing. So we're at this party, and there's kids around, and, uh, and there's, two, there's two babies there from the Grove that I haven't had the chance to spend a whole lot of time with. I mean, I've seen Hayes. Some of you heard Hayes a couple of weeks ago. He was in the back, and he was, well, let's just say he made himself known. And Hayes is a beautiful uh, young boy, and a uh, little boy, and so, so um, uh, the, Hayes was there, but, uh, but then, oh, Dan just left. Uh, so then Jonas was there, too, which is Dan's uh, grand, grandson. And I held Jonas, really, for the first time since he was alert. And, uh, and so it's, a, it's odd, as a pastor, one of, the things that, one of the things I love to do is go to, to, the, um, to the hospital when a child is born and bless the baby and anoint them with oil and, and just have a, a moment with the families. And we didn't get a chance to do that with either of these babies. And so I was holding Jonas, and he was, he was just this bright-eyed, beautiful boy, and he turns around and he looks at me at one point, and I look at him... And he puts those little hands up on my beard. You know what I'm talking about? The tiny little hands. And he puts them up on my beard, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, if you've had children in a beard, you know. Um, women, you wouldn't know this, but guys, you would. Uh, they, they like to pull the hair. So he puts those tiny little hands up on, my, up on my face, and then he just smiles at me. Just this big grin. I was like, oh, man. Okay, let me give him back before the diaper happens, right? But aren't you glad we have a God that looks at us like that and that doesn't care if we have a dirty diaper? It was a reminder of me of when our kids were little. Bennett, once he really hit going at like three years old, it was done. This would not happen. But, but somewhere around two years old, he was still this sweet little boy that would want to climb up in my lap. And he would get up in my lap, and he would just look at me. And he had this weird, goofy te- like teeth like this far apart. Like the dude, like Michael Strahan had nothing on his gap. 
and some of you don't know who that is, just go look up Michael Strahan. So Bennett's gap was like half his face on his teeth, and, and, you, and he would look up at you, and he'd smile, and you'd see that tongue in between teeth, and he would look at you and put those little hands up on your face. And he used to do that all the time, just like Jonas did. And I remember how intimate and precious those moments were. And Morgan, now she... She would probably still do it if it just wasn't awkward for a 19-year-old. She is, she is that kid, right? And that would be extremely awkward. But Morgan, even up until elementary school, she would come and just sit at your, in your lap and just look at you and just smile. And as I mentioned earlier before we started, that brain science is now catching up with theology. Brain science says that when we look at someone in the eyes, square in the face, that our brains fire different. That they literally explode with light. That there's something going on there. We were created for community and communication. In fact, on Thursday night, Tom and I were talking about this. We were created for eye-to-eye, face-to-face communication. For being in the presence of someone and enjoying that deep, intimate connection. And that's what we were created to have with God. We're going to look at a verse today, that, or verses today, that you might have heard. In fact, some churches say this pretty regularly. There are some churches that say it every week as an exit. It's Aaron's blessing, which Moses passes on to him in number 6. If you've read Numbers, well, kudos to you because that's a hard task. But if you've ever read Numbers, you know that it's a list of all of these expectations of how we're supposed to interact with one another and with God and what God was setting up with his people of Israel. And so he had set up Aaron and his sons to be priests. And he passes this blessing from him. God passes it to Moses and Moses is supposed to pass this blessing on to Aaron and Aaron's sons so that he can share it with the people of Israel. So this is a blessing that was given from God to Moses to Aaron to the people. You follow that? It's in number 6, and it's verses 22 through 27. You can follow on a smart device in your Bible if you have it with you, or you can follow on the screen. And the Lord Yahweh, because it's all capitals, not on the screen, but in your version, on on whatever version you have. Remember, anytime it's all capitals, it's the literal name Yahweh, which is God's given name. The Lord Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. This is what you're supposed to say to them. Right? So, I'd already communicated that to you, but wanted to set it up. Verse 24, the Lord Yahweh bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. And one of the things that's hard for us to capture and understand in our culture is this idea of blessing. It's more than just, hey, Have a blessed day. You might have heard that. That's one thing that does get said in our, that people say in our culture pretty regularly. But it's more than just a passing greeting. It's more than just a passing on of, hey, I hope things are good for you. Have a great day. When people passed a blessing on, the understanding was that they were reflecting the glory of God and covering the person with that glory. 
Have you ever noticed in pictures that Jesus is doing this a lot? Right? Have you? Okay, good. I'm like, because he does. Jesus is doing this a lot. And if you look at some old iconography, there are, there are saints that are doing this. Does anybody know why? Think about my hands being mirrors. Right? If I had mirrors in my hands here, the sun would reflect off the mirror and bounce off the mirror and onto you. The open palm like this is a reflection. It's reflecting God's glory, reflecting His, His, His peace, re reflecting His provision on someone. And that's the idea of a blessing. And so if you ever see a picture of Jesus like this, by the way, I do this at the end of the service every week, and I bet you've never noticed that, but you'll see me do this. It's a blessing. It's God's reflection, His glory, His grace reflected onto you. That's what a blessing is. So when he says the Lord bless you and keep you, he's really saying may the Lord bless you and provide for you and keep you, protect you. It's, a, it's provision and protection. Do you see the difference? Provision says, God, give me the things that I need to survive. Give me the things that I need to, to be who you created me to be. Give me all the things that I need. Give me all the resources, the human resources, the, the gifts that I need, the provisions I need. Give them to me. And, then, and, and, that's, and that's what it is. And then protection. Lord, this world is crazy, right? Just turn on the news. This world is insane. Just open up Twitter. This world has lost its mind. And you don't have to have me tell you that. So in the middle of this crazy, mind-losing place that we live, that is filled with all sorts of evil, protect me. So Moses, God says to Moses, Moses says to Aaron, this is how you are supposed to bless the people. Stand before them and say, may the Lord bless you, and keep you. Then the second part. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious, gracious to you. This word face means, or is in Hebrew, pane. Not panera. Not pane like the pasta. Pane. And it means face. To look towards. To look into someone's eyes. Deeply. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. It's the picture of my children sitting in my lap and holding my hands and staring into my eyes. If you're a kid in the room and, and dad, you might remember, because he's a kid. You, you might remember that when you're playing ball and you look up and you see your parents in, your stand, in the stands, right? Whether Charlie is playing basketball or, or guys, if y'all are playing football. Are y'all both playing football right now? Okay, that's what I thought. Or if you're playing football and you look up in the stands and you see mom and dad, how does that make you feel? How does it make you feel? Good, doesn't it? Yeah. What happens if you look up and you see your granddad in the stands? It feels really good, doesn't it? It makes you feel special inside. It makes you feel like, man, I am loved and cared for. I remember those days. I remember being out on the basketball court 
or on the football field or wherever it was and looking up and seeing my parents or my grandparents and feeling pride swell. And it didn't, it didn't mean, I didn't have to perform. It wasn't that I was good enough for them to look at me and go, oh man, you're awesome. You just are the best athlete in the world. That wasn't it at all. They were there just out of sheer love for me. And as a kid, I remember that feeling looking up and seeing mom and dad. Seeing you guys there just meant everything. Not because y'all were cheering me on or because I was earning your love, but you were there because you loved me. Because I was important to you. And every time I would see them, I, I had a little bit more energy. I wanted to show them how good I could do. God looks at us, and we don't have to be the best at anything. And thank goodness, right? Because there's absolutely nothing in this world that I'm the best at. I'm not even best at being Todd McGee. I don't even know what that means, right? I haven't even figured all of that out. So there's nothing best about this guy right here. And I am happy to know that I've got a God whose face shines upon me as if I hit a grand slam. Throw that dunk down. His beaming face. God looks at us and his face beams. Face, pane, in, in Hebrew, also means presence. It's there's the same word, pane. Face. Presence. In Psalm 1611, it's the presence of God, Panay, that brings joy. It's His face looking at us that brings joy and happiness. It's his, it's his presence, it's being in front of Him that gives us what we need to be able to get through this crazy world. Guys, this whole blessing is about being open and in contact and face-to-face -face with the God of the universe. And how many blessings are there in, this, in these verses? Not... Go back and look. How many blessings? How many times is the word Lord used? It's hard to put them up on the screen, I know, but does anybody have your Bible? Three of them. Why do you think there's three? Not rhetorical. Why do you think there's three? All right, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. All right, the Trinity. What else? Completion. And it's completion precisely because of the Trinity. So when God looks at us, when He makes His face shine upon us, it's a completeness. He's not holding anything back. He doesn't look at us and say, Oh, you're awesome, but I love you but to leave you where you are. I love you enough to correct you when you need to get corrected. But there are no contingencies on and all. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom, peace. And what does peace mean in Hebrew? Again, not rhetorical.
What does peace mean? What does shalom mean? God with us. What else? Say that again. Harmony. Connectedness. Right relationship. What else? Do you know what it means provision? Did you know that? Peace literally means that God provides all that you need. Socially, physically, relationally, mentally. Everything. Peace, shalom, when it was said in Hebrew, meant that may God provide absolutely everything you need. And that's how this blessing ends, right? The Lord lift His face upon you. May He look you square in the face, grab your face, and say, I give you everything you need if you just will trust me. Now the problem is that too many times I trust in other things. I trust in Todd. I trust in what I can do, my own abilities. I trust in a, a check. I trust in people. And oftentimes I do all of that before I trust in the one, the only one who can give completely. I said it earlier, it would be odd now for my 22-year-old son and my 19-year-old daughter to climb up in my lap and hold my face and smile. That would be super awkward. Or would it? Or would it? We have a God who longs for that. He longs for connectedness with you. And when we're connected, His blessing flows. I hope this message was meaningful and powerful to you, but I also hope that it was challenging. And as always, don't just hear it, put it into action. Until next week, Have a great one.